Wine here, and this is episode 27 of the Stars and Stripes FC podcast. I am recording this on what is now the third day of Election Day. I'm not going to say anything about the election on this podcast except for this. I hope you all voted out there because as you can see, voting is important. But now that the election is almost over in the next couple days, we can focus on the real issues facing us as a soccer nation. We have a men's national team roster. I know that we were going to do our final deep dive into the men's national team player pool this week, but we're going to put that on hold because this show is going to be about the latest men's national team roster that was released on Tuesday. Yes, they decided to release it on election day. I won't get into that, but the MNT, as you all know, are playing Wales next week in a friendly in Swansea. They will also play Panama on November 16th in Austria. We have a 24-man roster, so we're going to break it down. It is an almost entirely European-based roster, and that is because of COVID restrictions and the MLS playoffs, which I think we all expected. But we got some fresh faces on this roster and a couple that I know many of you out there have been waiting to see for a long time. So let's jump right into it. Our first roster since January camp, I begin with the goalkeepers. The goalkeepers coming to camp next week, Ethan Horvath, Chituru Oduze, and Zach Steffen. Now, I think the first two were an easy one. Ethan Horvath, Zach Steffen, those two guys clearly were going to be called into this camp. Oduze is a interesting one because, to my knowledge, he hasn't debuted for Leicester City yet. He's been playing mostly with their reserves and their youth team, but an intriguing prospect that's playing in England uh, for a EPL team. So, It'll be great to see him in camp. We'll see how he performs alongside Horvath and Stefan and if he gets some playing time in one of these matches. It'll be, you know, something where we have two games, and I think the opportunity is there for Odunze to get into one of those games maybe in the second half. The defenders, John Brooks, Reggie Cannon, Serginho Dest, Matt Miazga, Tim Ream, Chris Richards, and Anthony Robinson. Now, this is a group that I think all of these guys on the list have appeared for the national team, except for Chris Richards. It will be his debut on the national team. I think we're all really excited about that. I know I am. Matt Miazga, starting for Anderlecht. Serginho Dest, of course, playing for Barcelona. Reggie Cannon, a guy who left FC Dallas earlier this summer, is now playing in Portugal, starting just about every game. And really, probably our answer at right back, alongside Dest, one of those two guys. I want to see that battle. It's going to be great. John Brooks, again, I think the best guy in the player pool with regards to defenders. And Tim Ream is really the old man on this group, uh, and really on the whole roster. He's the one that's the elder statesman, but he's still starting for an EPL team. I know Fulham's not doing very well right now, but he and his, and his teammate, Anthony Robinson, both feature on this team. The midfielders. Tyler Adams, Johnny Cardozo, Richie Ledesma, Weston McKinney, Eunice Musa, and Owen Odesoy. Now, this group is the most intriguing of the of the entire roster, I think. Johnny Cardozo is the lone man uh, that's playing. <clears throat> Johnny Cardozo was the lone man not featuring in Europe that was on this original roster. I say original. I'll get to that in a minute. But he's playing in Brazil in a league that is really well-known, but 
for us in America, very, very difficult to access. So for a lot of us, is going to be our first chance to see Johnny Cardoso really play. And we'll see if he gets playing time in this camp for these matches. But I'm really excited to see him. Richard Ledesma has featured for Eindhoven in a couple of matches so far this year. Of course, Weston McKinney, the man. Tyler Adams, the man. We'll see if he is playing uh, well. I know he's been injured a little bit lately, and we'll see if he gets some playing time in camp or if we're just calling him in to kind of evaluate. Yunus Musa is the most intriguing probably other than Cardozo because he's a guy that until maybe a week ago we didn't think was on the radar for the men's national team. He uh, was born in the United States but has been playing featuring for England's youth teams and now is getting a shot with the men's national team. He accepted the call-up. He plays for Valencia. The man is, is, is just out there. Awesome. He's really going to be a sight to see. I'm excited to see him in this camp. And Owen Odesoe, I know I missed him on the depth player pool uh, for the midfielders and defenders. I'm really excited to see him play and get to know his game a little bit better. And finally, the forwards. Conrad De La Fuente, Nicholas Joachini, Christian Pulisic, Ulysses Yanez, Gio Rena, Josh Sargent, Sebastian Soto, and Tim Weah. Now, I mentioned Josh Sargent, and unfortunately, as of today, on Thursday, November 5th, he will no longer be on the roster. Werder Bremen, because of local quarantine rules, could not get an exemption for Josh Sargent to go on international duty and come back and skip the mandatory quarantine. So they pulled him. And so in his place, Sebastian Legette is going to come from the LA Galaxy. The LA Galaxy are out of the playoffs. He is the lone MLS player that will be on this roster. He will join the team after the conclusion of the season on Sunday. So Sebastian Legette will be one of the midfielders, obviously. uh, But it leaves kind of a hole because you had thought that Josh Sargent would have been that starter up top for the U.S. men's national team in these two friendlies. Now we probably look at... Uh, Sebastian Soto, or the new guy on the block, Nicholas Joachini. Now, Nico, as he likes to be called, plays for Kine in France and has been a guy that has been a dual national. He hasn't featured for the U.S. men's national team. A lot of fans have wanted to bring him into the camp. He finally gets his opportunity to do so, so good on him, and hopefully he can ball out. One other guy, of course, Gio Reyna. I have to talk about Gio. Gio Reyna is a guy that was going to feature on the national team back in March for these games against Wales and the Netherlands until they were canceled for the coronavirus pandemic. Now, Gio Rena is back. He is ready to go. And finally, finally, we see his name on a roster. We get to see what he can do. And I think this opens up. This is probably the most important part of the entire group because Gio Rena can open up a world of opportunities, a world of formations, that will allow other guys to create and for him to be able to have open field to create. It also relieves some pressure from Christian Pulisic. I know Christian uh, was injured in warm-ups last weekend. He was back in training this week but did not play in Chelsea's Champions League game earlier this week. I think he's going to feature at some point during this camp, and it'll be great to have Reyna and Pulisic on the field because Rana being in the middle and creating attack will release a lot of pressure from Pulisic and Pulisic can be one of those guys that can just go to work on the left side. So I'm looking to see those two guys connect. I'm looking to see Rana connect with Soto or Joaquini up top. And Tim Weah, I think, is 
the one guy that I, I he's one of my favorite of the young guys, and he's been injured for most of last year, most of this year. He's been featuring for a little little bit, and now he's back on the national team. I'm excited to see him back on this team. We're going to pause here for a quick break. More on the men's national team roster when we come back. Okay, guys, we are back on the Stars and Stripes FC podcast. We're talking men's national team roster. It just got released on election day, day one. So, again, when it comes to this team, fully Euro-based, with the exception of the Cardozo and now Sebastian Legit, we now have a roster that people are probably saying, yeah, keep this roster. Be, be this roster for all time. I'm looking forward to seeing what a lot of these guys can do. There's 10 guys on this list that have never featured for the national team, do not have a cap. So we're going to have some young guys in this camp. We're going to give some guys some major experience against two good teams. Wales, they already released their roster. Gareth Bale is on it. Like that, We want to play them. We haven't played them in a very, very long time. And I know Panama is one that was probably the disappointing of the two friendlies because we play them all the time in CONCACAF. But it is great to see that our guys are going to get two games of experience and not just one after a year of coronavirus where we have been all over the map and we have not had guys playing in some leagues. We've had some leagues take exceptionally long layoffs. MLS is set for what could be a eight-month layoff uh, with regards to the coronavirus pandemic. And uh, we want to see these guys play. And we need opportunities for these guys to play. This is the last FIFA window of the year. And because of that, it's time that it was great to bring in all these guys and and see what they can do in camp and get them back in the camp and in the fold again and really just, you know, get that excitement that we all had before this pandemic whenever a roster was released. Whether it was debating on who you thought should have made it or who, who was on the roster – or really just excited about the matchups. This is that excitement that we've been waiting for for a long time, and I'm finally, I'm so excited that it's finally here. I will say, though, there are a couple guys that are not on this list that I thought should have been on this list. And even with Josh Sargent being removed from the roster, there is one guy in particular that I was intrigued to see not on this list, and that's Aaron Johansson. Plays for Hammerby. He's been he has 13 goals in 23 matches this year. He's the man. He's been scoring literally every match it seems this fall. And I know he's on the, uh, the going towards 30. I know that he has not featured in the national team in a long time, mainly due to injuries. But he is a guy that, in my opinion, has earned a right to be looked at. Uh, we need to have guys who can score goals. To my knowledge, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure he is the guy that has scored more goals than anyone else in our national team player pool this year. 13 goals and 23 appearances. That is a lot. We want to have guys on the team that can score, and we've he's scored on an international level. We all remember the game against Panama back in 2014 where Sanzusi saved Mexico, but Aaron Johansson is the one that put the dagger in the hearts of Panama and cost them their trip to the World Cup. So 
you want to see a guy like that on the team. Another guy that I thought would have been interesting to be in this mix is Julian Green. He has been dominating for his club team in Germany, Grew the Firth, in the two Bundesliga. Timothy Tillman is another guy. His teammate uh, is a, another dual national that could have possibly been thrown into this mix. But for the most part, it, other than those two guys, I'm really excited about this list. I'm really excited that they brought in a guy like Johnny Cardozo. I'm really excited that they went out and tried to pull a Nicholas Giacchini. Like, these type of guys that we want to see feature going forward. Sebastian Soto, a player who, you know, had a really rough year last year after the U-20 World Cup, but then has transferred to Norwich City, who loaned him out to Telstar, and now he's scoring goals. So you want to see these kids come in, and you want to give them the confidence that, yes, we are still looking at you. Soto, reminder, was being coveted by Chile for uh, World Cup qualifiers to try and switch to the, the Chilean team. Now, it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. He turned down a Chile call-up, and now is on the national team for the United States. I, I think this is where he wants to be, and I think he just needed us to show him a little little love, and he is going to factor in either in the Olympics or in the team going forward uh, down the road. So Sebastian Soto, glad to see him on the team. Tim Weah, glad to see him back from injury. And, and again, Johnny Cardoso, I'm, he's the guy that I'm really most looking forward to see because he is a kid that I cannot watch for the most part, unless you are talking about the the depths of the internet. And we want to see him play. We want to see what it is like. And, and, and for him, he probably wants to show American players that the path to success doesn't always have to go through Europe. It can go through South America. And we've seen a lot of guys from South America come to Major League Soccer, but we rarely see Americans go south into South America to play. And Johnny Cardoso is one of those examples. He's made it to the national team. Let's see what he can do. So there it is. I know this is a short episode, but this is it. The men's national team roster for the upcoming match against Wales and Panama. What do you guys think of it? I know you guys have been commenting on the post on Stars and Stripes FC. You can also do that for this post. Keep the discussion going. But it seems like finally, barring any setbacks, the United States men's national team will be back in action and on the field next week. These are the 24 guys that will be available, and we will have all the coverage at starsandstripesfc.com. Make sure you check it out all throughout the next couple of weeks. That will do it for episode 27 of the Stars and Stripes FC podcast. The deep dive into the Ford pool is coming in, in next week, but until then, stay safe on these streets, y'all. Take care.